You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we'll be in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 15. And I'm going to give you two words to think about. And I'll explain them more after this passage. The two words are this, prayer and order, or orderliness, order, prayer and order. 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 15. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle, I'm telling the truth, I'm not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling, likewise also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel, with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. I told you I wanted to highlight two words for you from this passage. The two words are prayer and order. Prayer and order seem to be the main um, exhortations here from Paul in this section. He wants the people to pray, and he wants them to have a certain order about their lives. First, prayer. He wants them to pray, he says in verse 1, for everyone. First of all, then I urge that supplications, these are different types of prayers, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people. He then becomes more specific and says that he wants prayers to be made for kings or rulers in high positions. That, so that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. So he wants the prayers to be made so that these kings and rulers in high positions would allow Christians to continue leading a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. So prayer for all people, prayer for kings and all who are in high positions. And finally, down in verse 8, he says, I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Now, is Paul saying that all men, anytime they pray, have to lift their hands? That's not what he's talking about here. Holy hands, you do work with your hands. Your hands um, can be seen as representing what you've done. So he's saying, I want men in every place to pray, 
lifting holy hands. I want them to be holy as they pray. We know from James that the prayer of a righteous man avails much. So not all prayers are created equally. Prayers of righteous people carry more weight with the Father. So he says, I desire that in every place men should pray, lifting holy hands, pray in holiness without anger or quarreling. That's basically the opposite of holiness. So I want you to pray, lifting holy hands and not sinning. Specifically in these two areas, not being angry or quarreling. So prayer is to be understood in this passage as, as being made for all people, especially or, or specifically in this section, kings and people in authority. Prayer should be made with holiness and not with sin. So don't pray when you're when you're courting or embracing or failing to repent of sin. Repent of sin. Turn from sin and pray. The Lord more closely listens to those prayers than the prayers offered from someone holding on to sin. So prayer is important in this section. And also order. There are a lot of things in here about women's roles, what they wear, what men do, He's talking about an orderly life. Paul wants a Christian not to be um, not to be loud and obnoxious to the world. Paul wants a Christian to be quiet, he says in this passage. He wants a Christian to be prayerful. He wants a Christian to be without anger and quarreling, which are sins, by the way, that have volume attached to them. When you are angry, you talk and yell. When you quarrel, you dispute and raise your voice. Paul's talking about a quiet order to the Christian life. In verse 2, he says that he's praying for kings and all in high positions so that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. One of the things that is true about social media is you get insight into who people really are. And one of the sad things about social media is you see Christians in the name of truth and having the right position and being right be very um, loud, not peaceful, ungodly, and undignified. They think that just because they state something that's right or quote a passage or have a right theology— that that allows them to be undignified or loud. That's not true. Paul, writing by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wants Christians to be peaceful, quiet, godly, dignified. Those are four words I believe some Christians really need to hear today. In verse 3, he says this, this type of life, this peaceful, quiet, godly, dignified life is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. Man, this needs to be heard. This passage needs to be heard. This type of life, this quiet, dignified, godly, peaceful life is good and pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. This is the God who desires all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. He's linking here our quiet, godly, dignified, peaceful conduct with something that's pleasing to God and evidently leads to the world coming to a saving knowledge of truth. That is very important. 
we think that we've got to be loud and shout things from the rooftops and condemn people and even be undignified sometimes to make our point. And we think then that people will come to Christ. That is not true. They will come to Christ when we are quiet, godly, peaceful, dignified. This is what the text is pointing us to. Men are to pray, as I said earlier, by being orderly, by being holy, not being angry, not quarreling. There's an order here. And then he gets into ladies. He does not want ladies to be known for the flashy things they wear, but to be known for the inner character. He wants them to be known for who they are on the inside. He wants them to have a modesty and a self-controlled aspect to their personalities and their nature. Again, order, 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 order. Quiet, dignified, godly. Those are adjectives that should be true of how we live. Finally, in verses 11 to 15, he talks about the proper role of women in the church. This is one of submission and not not seeking to usurp the authority of a, a man or another male leader in the church. This, again, speaks to order. Order is evidently attractive to the world. Disorder causes the world to stop listening to us. So order is a special thing that God calls the church to in order to display his character. And there's a winsomeness to it, we learned earlier in the passage. I don't think a lot of Christians think about order that much. I think they think about prayer sometimes, but I don't think they often think about order. So make sure your life is one that is full of prayer and full of appropriate order and dignity and peace and a quiet life and godliness. Let the world notice that, not our being obnoxious and loud and boisterous and arrogant and pompous. Let's be known for the things that the Holy Spirit has written to us in this passage. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We